He slept in his parents' bedroom until he was 13. He wet the bed until he was 14. He doesn't know how to ride a bike. Apparently, he has friends. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. I'm Evan Wexel, and this is a podcast where I interview a different Facebook friend every episode. Where did they come from? How do they know me? Let's find out. Um, at Awkward with Evan on all the social media. And of course, you can download this at Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Pandora, all that stuff. Um, and five-star reviews, subscriptions are appreciated to grow this and uh, support at patreon.com slash funnyevan. So... As for my Facebook friend today, it is Radio J. I went on Radio J's Going Boom podcast recently. Um, I guess Radio J, I knew him from Long Island. When I was starting out and there was an open mic in Farmingdale at a place called The Downtown, which unfortunately is closed now, but uh, we would line up and all these emo bands and screaming bands would show up. And I think he was one of them. He was in one of them or he was he went up on his own. Um, and I was the only comedian that showed up, but Radio J, we go back and we talk about that. He's now in Florida, but, uh, he still stays plugged into the music scene wherever he goes locally. And, uh, it's just, uh, it was a good time catching up. So without further ado, here's Radio J.
Okay, it's socially awkward with Evan Wexel. We're going back in a time machine. We're going back to Long Island. Uh, bringing on, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm trying to remember how I first met you, but either way, it's Radio J that rhymes. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm getting like a weird sense of deja vu. I feel like we did this at once. We did. Before. What was the name of the podcast yours was? Going Boom. That's right. And we went boom. Yeah, when I because when I first first knew of you, we went boom at uh, the downtown in Farmingdale That's on correct. open mic night. Were you just going up there on your own, uh, just with your own stuff, or what? What happened? So, you know, um, I originally just went there as a spectator. I was kind of in between bands, and also i was at the time i think i was working what what year was that was that 2003? this is like 2003 four so i was either doing i was either finishing up at walk fm as a board op promotions assistant or at that time i think i was at the bone as a, a, a board op overnight dude yeah so kind of doing that and also just really into the local music scene because I was trying to get my foot feet wet. You know, I really wanted to be involved in it. So I yeah. wanted to see what open mic was about. And um, I originally again came as a spectator and then eventually yeah. I went in with a couple. Of- yeah. It was, it seemed like a fabulous night. Um, now the now closed downtown in Farmingdale, uh, like 30 acts must've shown up mostly in the, more it was like you you're there um and everyone was fighting you know to make <laughs> sure that they didn't go on at 3 30 in the morning like i did yeah so, yeah i did it too i remember i was in with uh tci better known as the complete idiot trying to be taken seriously as a band with a joke name but anyway we i remember the time we were on it like four in the morning and then I had to wake up for whatever job I had the next day. Yeah. So I think I, I had a day job. So, you know, I was like, where were you coming from? I, w- I was in great neck at that time back home, but where were you to get to Farmingdale? Rockville center. Well, okay. That's not bad. At that time. Yeah. I was still living. Yeah. I was still living in my parent. Yeah. I was still at my parents' house. In Rockville center. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. So yeah, we that was probably the the fiercest uh, place I've taken my lumps um, because I was going up there like just as a stand up, like very early, and then I had stuff thrown at me on that stage, and then uh, I had I that was an, then I left, and then I came back with my guitar, and I played like my emo song and my my I want to be black song on stage. You did it there. Yeah, because here's what happened. This, after one of those sets, I okay. never and I said I had free CDs on me. I've never had so many people rush me after a performance than at the downtown open mic because they all just wanted my stuff. And I got like 50 email list signatures that night. I probably still have people from that night on my mailing list. And uh, it was an amazing moment because there's a great stage. Yeah, I love that stage. Uh, um... I, I love the, I just, we were supposed to play, I think, like one of the spotlight shows there. Okay. And then I think we broke up um, 
what was that? That was TCI, and then I think Rendered Conscious might have had a opportunity. I don't remember, but I just I loved hanging on that stage, even when my friends from Bootleg were there. It was it was just it was fun, man. And you know, you, you what did you do? Like two? You for you was like what? Like you did uh, two songs, you played a bit, but you also had your comedy routine too. So. Yeah, in the beginning. I would try that stuff, but it was just like, it was, it was a great sound. It was a great stage. And, you know, you, you try to latch on to, it depends. Sometimes it's hit or miss. Like if the band goes on and they bring their 20 friends and then they all leave, you're kind of like the place is gutted. Um, but it seemed great. It seemed like a great time. And I met friends there and uh, wow. made friends there and uh, yeah, still in touch with some of those folks today. So yeah, me too, man. Me, me too. That's, I mean, that's where I met Fine Spun. And even <laughs> though the band's not together anymore, I'm still friends with Oren and Ed to this day. Okay. That's where I've yeah, never, that, I don't think I've ever remembered any of these names you're telling me. Like these weird, ba- these, these are the names you can come up with when you're trying stuff out and, you know, getting your feet wet. Uh, were they, what would you say that that night was like mostly metal bands? Emo bands. Mixture, man. I mean, rap. there was this rap, this kind of hip hop duo that kind of mixed with kind of an alternative music feel. I can't remember. Equinox. That's right. Oh, yeah. Equinox. I remember that. They were like our Lincoln Park. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Well, well, I think when they teamed up with the guys who would eventually become FFR and then, some, and then Mike, who's now in something heavier. Yeah. Or they project from the '80s. I think they teamed yeah. up with them and and did a Lincoln Park type of style. Wow! But uh, I I think they kind of started initially doing hip hop, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, uh, hopefully someone will correct my ass on that one. So you found a way to stay connected to music through your podcast and other outlets, or yeah. Um, I mean, so the whole podcast thing. Now I don't know. So. I was doing my radio thing after Radio X. I don't know if you're familiar with Radio X. It was going on in Ridge, Long Island for a couple of years. Okay. It was an alternative station. And I yeah. was basically, I was the local music guy. I became the local music guy. Had my unsigned band show. Eventually I did a, a metal show too. But yeah. anyway, when that went under, um, the whole Radio J concept started. Um, <laughs> Because of like, well, Radio J was actually my birthday present from the owner of Radio X letting me take over the station. And then my nickname went from The J to Radio J. Everyone <laughs> called me that. So I was doing Radio J, Radio for the Scene, taken from Radio X's Radio for the Rest of Us, uh, okay. kind of as an homage to my buddy Scotty and what Radio X was. Yeah. And that's what my show became, Radio J Radio for the Scene, on different internet platforms, even teaming up with Mike Ferrari from the Oral Fix here and there. And then I was doing it for so many years, and eventually I was starting listening to all these other podcasts, whether it was Chris Jericho's, um, The Nerdist, just several different podcasts, wrestling podcasts. Yeah. And got to the point where I was just like, you know what? I just want to talk to people kind of tired of saying, Hey, you know, you just heard blah, blah, blah from da da da. So let's play another <laughs> band with another song. As much as I love supporting the yeah. music scene, I just wanted to, can I curse on your platform? Uh, enough. Yeah, sure. I just wanted to BS. You know? Oh yeah, that's fine. 
I just wanted, well, I, was, I just wanted to BS and just do what I'm doing with you, right? You know, yeah. What? What? What's been the scene like then now on Long Island? Like, are there what's the hot? Are there hot venues before everything started so, where you could congregate and play on the weekends or good open mics during the week? Evan, if you're asking me about that now, dude, I've been in Florida since 2013. Oh, I didn't know that. How <laughs> good? Yeah. How's the, where in Florida? I'm in Boynton. I'm in Boynton Beach. Oh, so you're um, down there. Yeah, and there is a cool scene there. There's a propaganda. It's a really cool venue. Sadly closed due to COVID right now, but I can't yeah. wait for it to reopen. Yeah. The people who run the place, you know, they're musicians who run the venues and the so many amazing bands like 1983, Killed by Florida, <laughs> um, The Coven. There are lots of uh, just so many talented guys down here uh, falsetta it you know yeah. it's not it's a mixture of like it's heavy it's it's just light rock there i mean there's a hip-hop scene somewhere around here too um i i know there's music all, all over the place in florida um there's a uh, west palm beach you have uh respectable street that's another place i like hanging out and, and when i was living in uh, Broward. I was um, hanging out at a venue, uh, O'Malley's, where I actually did the last two Radio J anniversary shows before wow. I kind of hung it up there. Or, go ahead. I'm like, so can you? St- are you still like, connected here. to the local scene there? Can you still like, yeah, network well, with people yeah. and? Yes, you- I mean, in a, well, yes, and I'm not doing what I was doing. You know, if I want to get people to know about the podcast right. and I'll, uh, I'll tell them about that. Um, the podcast concept that was very different from, uh, from, you know, like hanging out with the band's local scene. Yes. I'll go support them. Hell I'll play them on my show after I'm done with an episode. I did mm-hmm. that with you after yeah. your episode. I'm pretty sure I played two, uh, local bands, one from New York. I think the other one, I could be wrong. Uh, I, I'm yeah. going to have to check this later. It might have been from Florida, but I'm still using it as an outlet and a platform to to promote new music yeah. and new bands, e- even though I may have like someone who wants to just talk about comic books or wrestling. Yeah. All right. Before we get back to Radio J, I want to quickly tell you how you can help support this podcast. If you can go to patreon.com slash funnyevan, there are a series of reward tiers uh, for you based on your support to this podcast. Patreon is a website where uh, for a monthly small contribution, I mean as little as a dollar a month, uh, you can keep this podcast going and allow me more time to do this and get more guests and all that fun stuff. So go there. I mean, you can be a, you can get a consultation from me. You can be a part of my awkward army. Uh, I'll probably throw a t-shirt tier in there at some point. Title sponsorship. Um, but patreon.com slash funny Evan is a good way to support, but now let's support radio J nice. And then, uh, so have, uh, then let's switch it up. Then have you been following wrestling in the performance center era of WWE where every show now is just in the same place? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have, uh, huh, but I gotta <laughs> tell you, dude, I'm not really into WWE anymore. 
Oh, as much as I am a, I'm an AEW guy right now. Oh, I would love, yeah. The, Dude, if I had a clone, I would, he'd be watching AEW. What happened? No, if I had a clone, he'd be watching AEW night right now. <laughs> I was actually, I was watching um, Dark right uh, <laughs> before you sent the link. I was uh, just, I was on the last match, I want to say. Yeah. It was, uh, no, it wasn't the last match. Excuse me. It was TH2. I don't know. Are you following uh, AEW? No, I mean, I've missed it. I want to go back and like watch the stuff that Orange Cassidy and Jericho were doing. And, uh, you know, I just want to watch, you know, like how um, Brody Lee is doing. And, uh, you know, I just want to see, I just want to see those guys, how their Cardona is being used and so on. I'm not happy. I'm not happy with, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, WWE right now. I mean, I don't know what the hell they're doing. I don't even know <laughs> if they know. I mean, they're letting go of all these guys and thankfully they're getting opportunities elsewhere. Yeah. Um, they're, the storylines kind of get weak here and there. Yeah. This, what are you now? What are they now? MMA? Oh, the underground. Yeah. The, the raw yeah. underground. <laughs> I'm still so, in the middle. So I'm, I'm, I'm a, yeah, go ahead. No, I'm just going to go. I was just going to say, I'm not, eh, you can call me a hater. I'm not a hater. I'm just, I've been watching wrestling. I think I said this, if you go to episode 45 of, uh, 44 of going boom with you on it, I think I told you plug, plug, by the way, (laughs) I, um, was uh, a kid, uh, eight years old. My father took me to my first WWE match. Um, want to say the first live match I saw was Perfect versus Hogan. It wasn't wow. the main event, but that's all I wanted to see that night. Wow. That's um, great. So, yeah, I was a WWE kid growing up. Watched WCW. I watched on um, – I was in a hotel. I think I was in Tallahassee or Tampa, Florida, when I saw Ron Simmons beat <laughs> Vader for the, you know, world title on WCW. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I was following that as a kid. I think it was on and off as I got older, but I was way into the Attitude Era, and yeah. it kind of stuck since. Yeah. TNA, mm, but AEW yeah. has gotten me hooked because I think they're doing what WWE, doing the things WWE has been missing out on or they're lacking. Right. That's how so I how what's the setup now? They're 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 filming everything at like in Jacksonville and is there like a crowd? Is the wrestlers in masks around the ring like so they're the ones who did it first. Right. AW's did it first with the wrestlers around the ring. Yeah. I had to say it, WWE kind of bit you know, took that from them because as soon as this COVID thing happened, um Yeah. They already had, like, I think the first match that was without an audience had wrestlers hanging around. M- um, MJF, Sean Spears, yeah, doing, like, uh, the, the betting um, oh, around yeah, the right. ring I, I and all that. that. Um, yeah. It started with them. They, but they didn't have the plexiglass. Right. Oh, is there now plexiglass um, at, at AEW? No, WWE doesn't put WWE. Yeah, WWE do now does the plexiglass and they do the rec- the developmental stars around the ring in masks. But AEW does not do the plexi, but you know, they they just have the guys in in the mask, guys and girls in the mask. You know, at I think they're doing it kind of like heel side 
face side at one right. point. Right. Too. Okay. But yeah, it's it's exciting that they kind of had that idea because you know WWE was doing it at first. There was no one there, and it's just like crickets. And and WWE has said this. You hear this on Corey Graves' podcast or on any of the podcasts where they say the fans are a big part of wrestling. Right. And it's, it's, you know, it's a big blow because in my opinion, man, you need those fans to kind of push a storyline or yeah. they help push a, a wrestler. It seems like, I mean, that the wrestlers have been getting pushes as it is like Apollo Cruz. Yeah. yeah. Finally. Yeah. And then on the other side, you got Orange Cassidy, who Jericho has been, you know, really uh, putting over. Even when he beat Orange Cassidy, the fans are still behind him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would like to see some semblance of fans. I think um, that you could scatter a few in because uh, it just feels like they're spinning their wheels and they're like they're garage banding in the sound of like audience reaction at least on WWE where it's just, it's rough. It's rough because you can tell like they're just kind of spinning wheels. You got names that either don't want to put themselves at risk there. You got Roman Reigns, you know, being safe in where he's from. And uh, Brock Lesnar's not coming in (laughs) on a a Monday night in the performance center. So I'm not, I'm not miserable about that. Yeah. So, you know, it's good to give some people a, a, a chance, but it seems like it's a very limited deck you're playing with every week. And it's hard when there's these, uh, I don't know what SmackDown was last week. It's like they almost had like Antifa uh, pretending they were coming into to, to SmackDown, cutting the rings with chainsaws and all this nutty Whoa, stuff. Aces and Aces, you mean? They, they called it Retribution. You mean NWO? You mean they, it was like, yeah, yeah, been done. It's hard to do that that's, with faceless that's another people, thing, man. Yeah, it's just, it's been that. That's what aces and eights to me is the closest to that because that's how they started with the masks, you know, and just beating up the talent and stuff. So it feels like this is a recycled, even though that was a TNA thing, this is a recycled wrestling gimmick right here with a faction trying to take over. Been there, done that. Yeah. That's another reason why I'm like paying attention to Impact, paying more attention to AEW. Right. Because for me, I want to see something new, something I haven't seen before. Wrestlers I'm not familiar with. As NXT, they got, you know, the they have stuff going on. They're pushing carrying cross. I mean killer cross, carrying cross. Yeah. Um, but uh and I mean the McAfee thing that they're doing. The I'm, bl- yeah, I'm, I'm six weeks behind on NXT, but I know of what you're saying. I'm still on like uh, Dexter Loomis and Roddy Strong, which I, I love. Dexter wow. Loomis yeah, is my yeah. new favorite wrestler. Um, Daniel Shaw, Dexter Loomis. Yeah. That's who. He, that's his name. Uh, oh, that's uh, right. In in MTNA Impact, he was Samuel Shaw. Okay, just like. Uh, Terrence Lee is uh, uh, the dude with the hat, or Travis, no, tra- oh, the dude Cameron with the Grimes? hat. Cameron Grimes? Cameron Grimes had another name in uh, Impact. I can't oh. think of it. It started with a T. I don't but know. But he, he, was, he was another guy. I think 
his thing was he had the X division title over mm. there. But I, I still I wasn't following it closely, but I yeah. you know, I try to pick up everything I can and that's why it's cool when you see people who are familiar, like Joaquin uh Wild was mm-hmm. DJ Z. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. For, uh, so but um but yeah, man, I see I love wrestling I'm so passionate about, music I'm I'm passionate about. Yeah. That's um why that's why i did my going boom podcast so i and like that's why i wanted you on before because i want to reconnect with people sure that was like the whole main i know i'm like jumping around and that's a bad habit of mine i do that that's fine because of my my podcast too whatever you want to call it yeah do you think i um, am i you know it's funny i feel like i i fit here because I am socially awkward in real in you know in, <laughs> in life too. I'm I'm I I could be shy. I could be outgoing. I could just be plain. Just I don't know, like just weird. Just because that's just that's just me. I wasn't a popular kid in school. Yeah. Do you do you like the idea of um, driving concerts? Let's talk about the music scene. Can that can that fly? I yeah. I mean. I I think that I I mean do I like the idea I'd like to try it yeah I has it happened yet Well this well this know. weekend here's what's happened I I bring up Switchfoot cuz I loved their first their popular album when I was like back in Long Island I'd listen to it driving right, the right. the beautiful letdown I listened to it driving to like Long Beach um there this weekend in California they're doing it's like a driving concert where they're doing a 75 minute set and it's kind of like 100 to $200 a car. So, which is okay. It's just like, what happens? Are there going to be mosquitoes? Um, What kind of a space is it going to be? How's the, is there concessions? And it's just, it's strange how they're going to like do this, but. Are people going to have their windows open? Are people going to come and sit on their cars? I I don't know. I don't know if it's you can an, just like it's a cool way to kind of get people to go out to shows. Yeah. But you know what I like too, Evan? What? You know what I like? The these like live uh like uh broadcasts where bands were just kind of broad broadcasting from their homes or, or whatever. And by themselves and you can just click on and watch. Yeah. It's no, I did that with um their live. Yeah, Toad the Wet Sprockets guy, Glenn Phillips, I think he did. A, he's doing some of those. Uh, you know, like there are bands that are doing that kind of thing. So it's, you know, it's something to stay busy. They did that in Florida. Um, there was a, some, some fest. They did that in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, there was this band, Obsidian, that I'm good friends with. They participated where bands played, I think. It was uh, from like... I don't know, like 12 in the afternoon to like two in the morning, all these different bands. They would just uh, broadcast from different feeds and whoever was running the fest, you know, kind of just brought the feed, brought uh, feeds in so you could, you know, see the, I'm not even sure if I'm using the right wording right now, but I'm also tired. So I I don't care. Um, (laughs) And then I know they did that uh, with the, uh, Band from uh, what the hell's this dude's name? The this uh, punk band from Long Island also did a fest. Lead singer Kyler Sane. Okay. Kyler Sane did this um, 
promotion too, where all these bands think some of them were doing a acoustic, mm-hmm. but Jack Led was involved. You know where he was watching from the comfort of her own home, whatever vice she had. Yeah, yeah, man. And I think right now that's safe. Do I want to go out? Yeah. <laughs> Some bars, believe it or not, have been live music. Oh, I don't cool. know what that's been like because I didn't want to take that chance. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, I know, you know, so I, I don't know. What would you want to go out and do that? Me, I, I, if if it was safe, yeah, yeah, I, I'd want to have an opportunity to see a band play live. But yeah. I mean, how how do you feel? Would you do it? Would you get in the car and go? Yeah, if I want to see them, sure. I, I'm I'm the kind of person where I've been kind of like, I've been, you know, I've been safe and trying to keep my distance when I can. But I mean, you you there's always risk in, in life. So it's like, you know, pick your risk. You know, how do you want to risk your life today? So, <laughs> yeah. Risk. I don't know. I feel like I've been taking quite a few risks lately <laughs> I, because... If I'm if I'm annoyed how the you know the delivery service doesn't give me the food I want, yeah. I go to whatever <laughs> the the supermarket over here and I'll just put a mask on and go. But I'm I'm taking a risk. But you know if if you need the food, you you need the food, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But totally. I've been I I've this whole thing. I'm I'm paranoid about this whole thing. You know. Yeah. Sure. Talk to people I know who have COVID. It sucks. Yeah. Cool. So what's next then for what radio? Is, you know, I didn't ask you. Before. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Ask me. Because the interview actually took place before COVID. Yeah. So why I want to, I'm changing, I'm turning the tables on you. Yeah. Why did you do, what made you want to do this COVID line clothing thing? Oh, the COVID collection? Oh, I was just, the, yes. the saying of that is, let's say, wear some COVID so COVID doesn't wear on you. It's just kind of like, yeah, so it's just kind of like, you know, silly, you know, tongue in cheek kind of sayings about it, whether, you know, that don't like take a viewpoint per se. I mean, I did get into some viewpoints where I had like the defund the media shirt or practice media distancing and I've sold stuff with that. Um, But, you know, it's just if I have an idea, I'll throw it up there and see. It's just like something else I wanted to do. And I, I, I paid for this course on like Udemy for like 20 bucks and I learned how to like do my own oh. t-shirts and I don't have to pay inventory. People just buy it and it's, go. they can have it. So this is an easy side hustle. It was kind of clever too. Uh, you know. yeah. yeah. There's other kind COVID of, uh, collection things out there and there's other defund the media shirts out there. But you know, if I come up with these weird ideas, like only I'm going to have a one that says, like, hey, with a picture of, like, a dinosaur on a shirt saying, hey, what about us? And it's a quote by, like, measles. <laughs> I thought we were cool. Where's measles these yeah, days? Right. So. <laughs> measles is making a comeback. Right? No, <laughs> no, no measles, measles, is, measles is oh, so uh, 20, mean, 2000s. So, yeah, that's all. I, that's all I wanted to do with that. Um What's next then for for Radio J? Then we're still doing the podcast. Still gonna wait well, for the yeah, I mean, to open up. I feel the the what's open up that you're the scene, the music scene to reignite. So I mean, Radio J and the music scene. I mean, 
the the podcast itself, yeah, there you're going to get guys from the music scene, but I I want to talk to people about other things too. I mean, again, that's what the whole podcast was about because you can only uh, uh, do talk uh, music for so long, but you want to get your other interests. Hell, I was talking. I might even branch off and do a wrestling podcast. Good. Um, a whole just might make that a separate entity. That's a maybe. Um, I I'm gonna invite another get the guest that was just on um, from uh, Modern Mimes. Um, you know, I'm go- I'm going to have um, him back. Um, we're gonna and we're just gonna talk about comics. You know that that's what's so cool. Like you get to talk to people and. And, you know, you learn things about them. Like, I didn't know he was into uh, Dragon Ball Z. And we just talked about that um, in episode uh, 45, Going Boom, podcast.com. I'm just going to be a giant plug. They called me plug in college because I used to do that stuff all the time. I'm I'm a shameless self-promoter for myself, man. Yeah, just tell people the WWE Network is $9.99. Yep, there you go. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, like with that's what it was going boom. I mean, I have other episodes, but the thing is, the uh, the show started a long a while ago. I decided to stop doing the podcast. I mean, t- to get back to doing the Radio J thing, stop Radio J thing. Went back to the podcast. All these things in my life started kind of distracting me and that's why i'm backlogged with episodes mm-hmm. you know that's so i have to get some more episodes up that were from months ago and then i'm going to start recording new ones hell i got the legendary long island mike ferrari nice. from oral fix yep. magazine and the oral fix uh yep. edition of the rock show on 88.1 fm wcwp yeah. right we did that one is ready to go i just gotta edit it and put it up but my life has been like, just like, uh, huh, you know, yeah. So, I mean, I'm just saying like, these are the things I'm going to talk about. That's what's next for me. I just want to keep going with the podcast. I'm on, I'm on iTunes. I guess it's Apple music, going boom, podcast.com, yep. SoundCloud, uh, Stitcher, tune in, you know, yep. I'm trying to, might I mean hell? I'll put it out there to the listeners. I'm I'm looking for a new theme song. I just want to change it up a bit. <laughs> so that's another thing. If anyone wants to help me with that, that'd be cool too. Yep. Cool. You know, well, I, I want to change change it up a bit. Um, well, so. This is good. This is good. I think I think we're even now. So so we we have each struck on on the enemy's feel on the enemy's territory. Or we've each uh, we've each done uh, inv- we've each done an invasion uh, angle. Okay, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know this. Are we supposed? No, I'm just messing with you. There you go. I mean, are we supposed to have a long feud now? No, we're we're we just had this is an invasion. Yeah, this is just like a ECW like or what WCW invasion or whatever you want to call it. It's a dude. It's like a, it's a Marvel DC crossover, man. Yeah, we're doing it's this. Is what? Yeah, it's a crossover episode. It is, it is do, a because, crisis on infinite earths. 
I view with my podcast, the way I like to do it is if I have a guest, sometimes I have guests that are familiar that are connected to other guests. So I kind of, I always treat it like if it's a comic book, right? You know, like if you, you heard my episode here, check out the other episode that we mentioned this person, but I did another thing with that person and you can see how their stories intertwine. True. True. You know, and, and I love that kind of that whole storytelling aspect. Cool. Um, so um, I, thank you I, for letting I, me do this. I await future, bu- I await f- future booms and uh, yeah, <laughs> keep, keep dropping them. Keep, keep laying them down. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm finally going to get my head out of head out of my ass and going to hmm. just, <laughs> edit and do what I need to do to get the next one up. Cool, man. Well, yeah. Uh, thank, um, definitely. Yeah, man, um, that thank, was awesome of you, dude. Yeah. They, thanks for coming on uh socially awkward. Good times. Oh, boom, man. <laughs> All right. want to thank radio J for coming on the podcast, talking music, even talking wrestling, which was lovely. Uh, big fan, obviously. Uh, so yes, you can download this episode and of course subscribe to this podcast for new Facebook friends. Every episode, uh, I am bringing in a slew of, uh, I guess upcoming political type people, um, that kind of covered the scene. and I'm going to kind of get another perspective. So yeah, it should be interesting coming up. We got some, definitely some, some interesting episodes on the horizon, definitely worth a share. So definitely follow the social media at awkward with Evan write your five-star review at iTunes and uh, we'll see you next time. Stay awkward. Cause I will. Thanks for listening. Go to awkwardwithevan.com to like, share and subscribe to the podcast. Now for Evan's mom to pick out his clothes for tomorrow. See you next time on socially awkward with Evan Wexel. 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 Wexel.